Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. Amicable. You know what? I can't tell you how amicable I am with him. Your name's not getting on my bank account. I it's like, I just don't get it. <laughs> and much less if we had dated and we broke up. Who broke up with who? This is the plaintiff, Joshua. He says the defendant's his ex-girlfriend, and once they broke up, she helped herself to his bank account because her name was still on it and stole from him. That's right, his bank account was paying her monthly credit card bill for one whole year to the tune of $5,000. So he's suing the thief here and now. This is the defendant, Carrie. She says the plaintiff owed her this money because she paid for things like his car repairs on her credit card, and this was their agreement of paying off his debt. She also paid for airline tickets and gas and coffee while they were together. His new girlfriend's the troublemaker here. He must be afraid to tell her the truth or something, because as far as she's concerned, she's the one who still owed money. She's accused of ripping off an ex. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $2,387.97 for money still owed and defamation. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see, they come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, both of you have asked to be named only by your first names. Joshua, you're suing your ex-girlfriend, Carrie, for $5,000. That's a statutory max. According to you, you're out a lot more than that for unauthorized uh, withdrawals that she made after you broke up in order to pay her credit card bill from your bank account. You have a counterclaim against him for $2,387 for uh, damage to your credit, defamation. What happened? How long were you two dating? Uh, approximately two years. Two years. And her, you had a joint bank account? It was my account. I added her to it at her request shortly after we moved in together. Okay. And... and why did you say yes? Because it's your account. When you say at her request, what does that we, mean? We were living together. It was, yeah, Who handled I, the financials? She was handling most of the financials from All right. So were you combining your incomes and then she was paying it? Well, she never deposited to that account. I just wanted her to have access to that account to make household bill paying easier. Because you don't make the bill payments? I was not making the bill payments, okay. correct. All right. So, um, so she has access to it. And then what happens? You guys break up two years later. We break up. And why don't you close out the account? 
Yeah, so at the time, uh, I had a lot of auto payments coming out, child support and other other monthly things that were coming out. I tried to have her removed from the account. She tried to have herself removed from the account. They said we couldn't because of the auto uh, the auto payments that were coming out that were legitimate. Yeah, but why would that affect the name of who's on the account? You can't take somebody off the account, the bank said. Why not? She's not responsible for your child support. Did you guys go to the bank and try to get your name off or nobody bothered? Yeah, we they won't. They wouldn't let us, so they, they said really to close it. He, needs, he needed to close it, and I told him yeah, twice but then you to close I understand, it. like, I understand. Yeah. Like, if I lose a credit card that happens to have automatic payments yeah. on it, I just want to bury my head in the sand. But sometimes you got to go through that little effort of a few phone calls, because if you don't, look at you. So you guys actually break up. Then instead of taking your ex-girlfriend off of an account, you decide that you're going to keep her on the account because you can't be troubled to make 10 phone calls? No, I couldn't get her off the account. I would have had to. No, no, you could close the entire account. Oh. I mean, that's not a problem. That's correct. At the time, it was amicable, and she had said that she would never amicable. use the account. Well, I, you know what? I can't tell you how amicable I am with him. Your name's not getting on my bank account. I appreciate it's, Like, that. I just don't get it. <laughs> and much less if we had dated and we broke up. Who broke up with who? It's kind of mutual. Kind of mutual. All right, but that's kind of nutty. All right, so you <clears throat> can't. Who is she? My girlfriend. Now, come on up, because you're front and center in this. All right, so now, did you even know about this? That she was still on that the account? That she was account? still on the account. No, I had no reason to. But you were doing his banking. Apparently, he dates women for their banking skills. <laughs> uh, well, uh, so, seriously, why don't you just do your own banking? She, she was just looking at my account, because we were playing. She's better at it? Anyone's better, better at it. You apparently don't look at your statements. I know people like you. I'm married to one. So you don't, if I wanted to rob my husband blind, I couldn't. He would have no idea that I even did it. And it wouldn't be that surreptitious because it's happened. just not his thing. Some people are good at one thing. Some people are good at another thing. And the secret to a happy marriage is to figure out, you know, the hundred things that I have to do and the two things he has to do so that, you know, nobody's bitter. Um, so... You decide it's a good idea. Well, by the way, what's the date that you folks broke up? It was in the end of the summer of 2016. Does that sound right? Uh, that's when he moved out, yes. Okay. You come into the picture what day? More or less, what month? Oh, uh, early 2017. Okay. But I didn't discover the situation with his bank account until August. Okay. Of so by August, you're doing his bills? No. Probably well before that. No, we How were, is it you we discover just, it? We were reviewing our budgets mm -hmm. and trying to determine what we needed in order to move into the place that we currently live. Okay. So when I reviewed his bank statement from August, that's when I noticed a transaction that- And then did you pull all the records since the prior August? Yeah. Like how long had that been happening? Before they broke up? Well, the payment I think was coming out prior to them breaking up right. and everything so else So that was stopped. something that they set up and nobody remembered. So when when we lived together, there were a few auto pays that she had set up coming oh, out of the account. one of the auto pays was her account. Yeah. And well, you didn't know that? You didn't, didn't look at it? You I didn't, didn't realize, realize it? You didn't no. review it? You didn't, okay. No, all the right, rest so of them stopped. They all stopped except for that one. And I didn't catch it. All the other ones of hers? Yeah, yeah, all the other ones of ours when we were living together okay. had stopped when I moved out, except for the credit card one that was hers and hers only. Which kind of means that you never, ever, ever look at a bank statement, right? I'm not the best about it. But how do you? How much every month was coming out of his account? Um, approximately two seventy-five to three hundred dollars. Some months were more, but okay. Do you on have average. the statements from uh, August to August? I guess it was right. 
No, the bank wouldn't release them to us. So how are you going to prove was, how much she owes you? Well, I well have, she's not disputing. Yeah, she's not disputing the amount that was taken. She was just disputing whether or not she actually owed it to me or not. Why wouldn't you just come with the records? Well, because the bank wouldn't give them the to him because the account's in collection. What I do have are the records from Barclay, oh, from the credit card company. Why? Because the account was overdrafted as a result of this auto draft coming out. But how could you not have been notified of that before a year later that it was overdrafted as a result of this? No, when her payment in August 2017 came out of the account, as soon as I realized it, we set up a new bank account. Okay. And all the payments started coming out of the new account along okay. with his direct deposit. Right. But the money, which two days earlier had gone out to pay her credit card. Okay. He needed to have in that account to cover other auto debits that were scheduled to cover his car Okay, insurance. so the money that, so she didn't stop the payments from your account? Correct. Not and you couldn't stop it? No. When you close the account, it automatically stops it. I don't get it. The account wasn't she, closed. She stopped her. She stopped the auto no, payments. No, I mean when, I when you discover it. it. I'm sorry, I'm not making my question clear. In August, when you discover mm -hmm. that yeah. there's a problem, and you close down the account, and you you put his money we in another account. couldn't close the account. Both Why didn't you close on, the account? Both people would have had to consent at the same time to have the account closed. That's just not true. No. All you got to do, well, let me rephrase <clears throat> it. All you got to do is wipe out the money. Okay, so that's what that's you did. True. You took out the money, but you couldn't close the account Correct. without her approving it. And I have, I do have the transactions from her credit card company, and I have the, um, the okay. disputed charges. Okay, what happened here? What happened here? Where should we start? Well, why okay. is your credit card bill being paid by your ex-boyfriend's bank account? Let's start there. Okay, because when we were living together that entire year, it was automatically drafted from our joint account. It was part of the way he right, was but contributing. Did you have and other then, bills that also were? There were a couple other bills that okay, we had Okay, so why did you close all of them but not this one? Because this one um, I had didn't know about. We forgot about it in the middle of all of the, the, the situation. But then when we looked back on it, this was the one that he had used to charge to fix his car and for some credit cards. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. So, right. My question to you is mm -hmm. you're getting a statement too every yeah. single month from your credit card company. And you're seeing that somebody's paying 250 something on your credit card every single month. And don't you say, oh, geez, that's Joshua's money that's going to pay this. Because I'm having a hard time believing that you who were in charge of the bills when you were together don't see for 12 solid months that you are that the, the, the credit card fairies paying your credit card. <laughs> I know. Right? Because you're using yeah. the credit card every month, right? I was not using the credit card every month, no. Were you using it they at were all? They paperless statements, so Did I wasn't ever getting use them in the, the mail. Yeah, paperless <laughs> statements doesn't mean you don't look at the statements. Just means they come well, by email. So did you ever look at your statement? This, these particular ones, no, I did not. So how would you pay them? You had I to look at them to pay them. I wasn't paying them because everything I had was auto-drafted. No, so you were never paying any more on this credit card? No. Let me see the credit card statements for the year. I want to see exactly what was happening here. Okay, so w how do you find out that this has come up, like he's figured it out? Um, uh, nice thanks to Facebook social media. He's slandering my business page. Well, that happens later. First he reaches no, out to you. No, this is how we found, that's how I found out. Because I was okay. at work. According to you, you text her. I texted her and called her. And you texted her. And I saw the text where he says, hey, this happened. And you're like, calm down. Don't freak out. You know, it's a mistake. It's not on purpose. Yes. It's not willful. It's not intentional. All that was before Facebook, right? No, I saw the Facebook thing first. And I was at work. What was I the was Facebook working, thing? 
and about how my ex stole $3,000 from me. Okay, it. let me see the Facebook thing and the okay. date on it. Let me see your text and the date on it. You guys broke up when? July or August of 2016. We have you using the card all month. In September, you use the card several times throughout the month. In October, let's see. Oh, I thought you meant after the fact. Yes, I use them, no, obviously, I, when we were together. Yes. No, no, no. I'm uh, asking whether during, uh, from between August of 2016 to August of 2017, you used that card. And the answer is yes, I'm yes, looking at it. Yes, so of course were. you did, mm -hmm. which means that you're getting statements. And they're on paper, by the way, right. every uh, single I month. Had to and you're them. seeing that somebody's paying it. Why didn't you bring it to his attention? Welcome back to The People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So, um, if you move in with somebody and you're romantically involved, how soon after you move in would you set up a joint bank account where you put all your money in the same pot and you everybody has access to the money? Well, if we just moved in together, we're just living together. Right, but how long, I mean, how, when would how you many do year? it? Uh, not until, you know, we're married. So married is the key. Yeah, because then it's like there's a legal, like you're committed to me, I'm committed to you, but if we're not. You buying that? A couple of weeks, I'd say. A couple of weeks? <laughs> you would throw, well, why? Because the, you would assume the other person would have more money than you? Duh. <laughs> Going inside the courtroom. I did not see that he was paying them. It was paperless, and I printed them for here, for court. No, these I are went the online and I printed them. No, no, them. These, aren't, these aren't printed, sweetie. Oh these are folded up, perforated. That's not you printing anything, okay? No, no you're talking to somebody who's been doing this a very long time. All right, um, now let's discuss, I, I just, this is up till December. Let's discuss what happens when you do find out that there was a problem. He, he alerts you to it, whether it's through Facebook, trashing you, or through text. Did you guys find it or you didn't find it? Right. So here's the text. No, that's your handwriting on the text. You know, this is just you guys writing dates on it. Yeah, there's a few. So it doesn't matter. So whether it's through Facebook and him trashing you or him texting you mm -hmm. and asking you what's going on, what is your response mm -hmm. to him? Your initial response to him is, was it must be a mistake. Let I'll me figure it, it out. Relax. No, I never said time to... So I said, we'll figure it out. I'll figure out what is the problem because I didn't know what it was. Now, how did and you then, figure out what the problem was? Then when I saw that it was this Barclay card, I had to go research where was this card coming from. And then I got the statements. And then I realized that it was when he charged his, the, the car charge. How is it he when he charged whatever as opposed to that there's just this random payment from your ex-boyfriend paying down your credit card? <laughs> You're now telling me, oh, I didn't mention it for the last year, but now that I think about it, there's these joint expenses that shouldn't have been joint and they shouldn't have been on my card at all and you were in a tough time and I paid it for you, you were supposed to pay me back, so I haven't chased you for the last year on it, but now that I think about it, it's fair that you pay it. Is that what's happening? Doesn't sound so good when I say Not it, right? Exactly, but because he did agree to have us put it through that account until it was paid off, and that's what was happening. Hmm. And then he moved out, and it continued, and we didn't catch it until this time frame. And then it, the timing actually ends up where it is paid off, except for some of the interest. So, so according to you, he still owes pretty, you. Well, it was like $100 if you were to think okay. about it. And when it. did you finally tell him, hey, I think, uh, I don't have to pay you back because you were supposed to pay back. What were those objects? They were a repair um, to his car. Yes, and then three plane tickets. And three plane so, tickets. And they, All right. for his so business when, trips. Uh, are there three plane tickets, three plane tickets mm -hmm. and a repair to your car that you were supposed to pay her back for? No, Your Honor. We, when, when we lived together, we had life 
shared expenses, whether it was business trips to work, my car so I could get to work, or the pool that I helped pay for in her backyard, or the new water heater that I paid for, or the finishing the basement that I paid for while we were living together. I'm not disputing any of that. I don't care what happened while we lived together. I'm only focused on what happened after. But she would like me Mm -hmm. to divide the pots and pans of a relationship from a year ago and figure out if she still owed money. That's what she wants me to do. Yeah, I mean, this happened after there was no money owed for when we were living I would, together. I, would I paid feel for bad, a lot of Harry, stuff. She if paid for a couple. If there had been any indication on your part ever about, hey, you still owe me this money, make you know any indication whatsoever. But what you're telling me, your testimony is, yeah, he's supposed to pay that back, but I don't know. I never looked at my statement. I didn't notice I, it. And wait, in- wait, it's a mistake. It's not intentional. I'll pay you back. Hold on. Ah, come to think about it, back a year ago. I paid something out of our joint account, and never mind all the stuff you paid when we were together, but I'm going to, I think it's, you should, uh, how, how's that going to fly? Now, what, you're suing, not, according to you, it's $3,085.20 in payments to her credit card. Those are the direct payments to the credit right. card. Right. What's the $3,800 you are suing for? There was interest and the overdraft to the account. To yeah, the but that's on you because you don't look at your darn account. You <laughs> need to know what's going on in your life. What are you waving in the air? Uh, I just, this is the over the bank account that shows that he did, he was still using this bank account. Of course he's using this bank account, it's his money. (laughs) That didn't need saying, that's his money, honey. Let's talk about your counterclaim. You're suing him and now you want him to pay you $2,387. Why? Defamation, because he was trashing you on social media and you were. You were calling her a thief on social media. It's not really trashing her if it's true. <laughs> I don't like it. Stop it. Okay. It's bad That's karma, bad juju. Just and I stop. did stop. I did stop. Did you delete the stuff? Yes. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't no. need that. You you know, you have a new life. Move on. Right? Like, um, yeah, on your lawsuit against him, for him to pay you 2387 no. Um, and on his lawsuit against you, I'm just not buying this. Hey, he owes me money from our old relations. You know, I'm just not buying it. And I am going to order you to pay back, but only the money that was actually taken out to pay your card, not the overdraft fees. That's on you. You should be paying attention. Verdict for the plaintiff, $3,085.20. Good luck, folks. So the plaintiff is going to get $3,085, I think. You okay with that? Not really, right? I'm, hey, whatever's fair. I just wasn't going to hand him over money during the, the, the way he was handling it. Inappropriate. All, right. All right. You learn anything from this whole experience? <laughs> Not really. Okay. Thank you very thank much. You. you must sign a few documents. How about you, Joshua? Have you learned anything from all of this? Yeah, Judge Marilyn rocks. Judge Marilyn rocks. And you also got to look at your bank statements. Yeah, I got to look at the bank statements a little more carefully. Okay. Well, good enough. Thank you've you. learned that. You've learned a lot. Yes, Congratulations. Thank you. Good enough. Okay. Thank you very much. Harvey? Um, I got to tell you something, Doug. When you open a joint account, I don't care if there isn't a malicious bone in the other person's body. Keep tabs of what's going in and what's coming out. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance, an emergency repair, or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I dot com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the plaintiff, Robert Lindgren. He says he rented an apartment from the defendant, and as it turns out, that guy's a weasel. He's withholding his security for no valid reason, thinking he's the type who'll just walk away. But ha, he doesn't walk away from money, and is suing this louse for every penny of the $1,875 he's owed. This is the defendant, Rodman Williams. He says the plaintiff was his tenant for five and a half years. And the guy just up and moved out without ever giving him a move-out date. He severely damaged his home in the time he lived there. He had to spend all kinds of money fixing the place back up. And if he thinks he's getting any of his security back, he's mistaken. Because the judge will side with him today, no doubt. He is accused of taking advantage of a tenant. All parties, please use your audience. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant is a weasel landlord who stole his security, but the defendant says the plaintiff bolted without notice. It's the case of Pop Goes the Landlord. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, in. Robert Lindgren, you are suing your former landlord, Rodman Williams, for yes. $1,875, double your security deposit, um, because according to you and the state laws, you say that you're entitled to double your security deposit for him wrongfully withholding it. Tell me what's going on. Well, I moved out January 31st. Uh, upon me leaving, I gave him a piece of paper, my name. You moved in January 31st of what year? I moved out on January. Moved out January 31st. Were you on a lease or a month to month? Uh, I moved in in uh, 2012. I was uh, one year until that point. Then it was month to month afterwards. After, so, the, so for the remaining four years that you were there, it was month to month. Right. Okay. So you moved out January 31st, but I'm going to need you to rewind to when you told him that you were going to move out. All right. I told him on January 10th. I verbally tell, told him, and I asked him, is it okay if I move out at the end of the month because I have a job as a manager at a complex? He says, sure, no problem. If he didn't, if he wanted the full 30 days, I would have stayed another extra month or half a month so I could do it all legitimately. But okay. he said there was no problem with that. Okay, watch this. Are you ready? Did that happen? Not precisely, Your Honor. Did you, did he, he called you and he told you I'm moving, you know, and is it okay if I um, leave a month early? Well, he spoke to me and said he was leaving. Okay. And he didn't specify a date. At all? At all. Okay. So he was there about two weeks, two and a half weeks, and the next thing I know, a truck pulled into the driveway. I believe it was his two brothers helped him move Do you live there too? Pardon me? Do you live there also? I live downstairs, Your Honor. Downstairs. So according to you then, your first time that you realize that he's leaving right now is on the day he's moving. Because he didn't tell you it will be the end of the month. No. Okay. Now, why didn't you send uh, notice of your intent to leave in writing? You're a month-to-month tenant, right. and you have to give him notice. So why didn't you just send the notice? Well, what it is, I saw him on the, in the driveway, 
So I spoke to him face to face and I told him the exact time right, I'm but leaving. You see how that's going, right? Because right. that's not working out for you. So right. in your lease, it actually says that even if you're hold over from month to month, that there's a 30 day notice requirement it actually says that. Right. So it's your lease. I assume you've read it. Why didn't you give the full 30 day notice? Um, I would have. But since we were on a friendly basis, I kind of did it more. Un yeah, not a good idea. I and know, then he leaves. And then you do not return the security deposit, but you do not send him a letter as the law in New Jersey requires within the 30 days to tell him why you're not returning his security deposit. So you don't send the letter and then um, you file a lawsuit. Right. But curiously, you don't request the security deposit back either. Right. Okay. Right. The reason why I knew he was going to give me a hard time. And you <laughs> felt he was going to give you a hard time. Why? Because according powerful. to you, he gave you sweet permission to go ahead and leave. Right, right. He gave you his blessing. So okay. then why did you think you were going to have a hard time? Because we had many confrontations during that time. Okay. And Which would make it less likely he'd, get, he'd pay out of his pocket for the next month when he only had part of the month to rent it out, right? I'm Makes sorry. it less likely if, he's a com if you've had all these confrontations. All right, now, according to you, um, how much is the rent? Six seventy-five. Six seventy-five. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. So you have more than the 675, and your claim to that is what? The damage done to my apartment was so extensive. Okay. okay. So uh, just as New Jersey law allows the plaintiff to sue for double the amount wrongfully withheld, you have a right to say why you withheld it, even if you botched it on the letter. But you shouldn't botch it on the letter. Okay. Um, so tell me what was damaged. First thing I had observed when I had entered the apartment was the tile in the bathroom on the bathtub shower had fallen off the wall. Okay. And I was never notified of anything, any such occurrence. And then I noticed that the rug was severely stained. Okay. Do you have pictures of the rug? Yes, I do. Your okay. Honor. Because the tiles, how did the tiles come down? I was cleaning it. And they all fell in because... Yeah, I, get, like, I don't believe that a tenant would end up being... Unless you're going to tell me that he bashed something into it, that the tiles were broken, that there was an accident. You're talking about tiles falling off of a thing? That's not the tenant's problem. But let's talk about the rug. Because really, all you got to account for is another uh, $200 something, $300. So what happened with the rug? There Show me the pictures. There were some severe stains on the, on the uh, rugs. <clears throat> and I had brought them to his attention before. And he said, oh, my sister has a cleaning business and she'll take care of cleaning the rugs. Did he have a pet there? Or no, it was just traffic stains? He, what he was just it? Had a, he had a couple of birds in a plastic box. All right, let me see the pictures. What's your response to the rug? Okay, the carpet was like that this when I moved in. Now, when I moved in back in 2012, my best friend was already living there for three years. All right, it was stained pretty bad. You can tell it's a very, very old carpet. When I moved in, I told my friend and I told Mr. Williams, don't worry about cleaning up, it's fine. Now, last summer, he mentioned to me he wanted to replace the rugs. And I told him, don't do it on my account because I don't really care that much Do you have any written proof of that, like emails or texts or anything like that? No, nah, I do, do not. Do you have pictures of the way you rented it to him to, to prove to me that it wasn't like this? No, Your Honor, I do did Do you not. have an email or an affidavit from your friend to prove that it was like no. this? I mean, a carpet's at least seven years old. What, are, what else? When, did, when was that, that rug purchased? Do you have that evidence? It was purchased before I moved in in 1989. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> next. So who's a bigger offender? 
tenants who damage apartments or landlords who wrongly withhold security? Definitely the tenants. They shouldn't be damaging stuff. They but do they damage it typically? Do tenants disrespect landlord's property? Typically. No. Yeah, I kind of think you're right. What do you say? I say tenants as well. I think that, you know, when you don't own the home, you don't care as much about it, and then they end up damaging everything and breaking things. Anybody think the landlord's more of an offender? They, they should. They should have a good deposit so they could pay for the stuff that the tenants broke. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Going inside the courtroom. There were terrible nicotine stains all over the walls, and he was. I sent him a certified letter stating that the lease said there was no smoking in the apartment. You smoker? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you smoke in the apartment? Yeah, I, we, we agreed to that. Does the I, lease say you can't smoke in the it apartment? It does. It says two things, that he said it was okay. Now I know it should have been done or written. Number one, I Wait, am a smoker. Wait, does the lease say that he says it's okay? No. As right, the lease says the opposite of what you're saying, right? What he says, no smoking, he says smoking's okay. Also, I said... Oh, you, got, you, can't, you can't have a written recording of an agreement between people and go... Yeah, we both winked, so everything's okay. And then complain that it comes back to bite you if, in fact, that happened. Right. But I'm, most landlords really don't want you to smoke in the house because do you have pictures of when he took down his pictures, what the walls look like? Yes, yeah, hand them over. <laughs> I realize now. Yeah, okay. That I should have had written. Yeah, let me just tell any, t oh, look at that. Any tenant within the sound of my voice, if uh, there is something in your lease that you cannot do, and you want to be able to do it, and you ask your landlord, you make sure your landlord writes you an email or signs something, an addendum to the lease, or if an addendum is beyond your grasp, <laughs> just have them send you a text and save it, or an email that says, yes, you can have a pit bull, because when you come into my courtroom later, and you look me in the eye and say, I know that the lease says that I can't have a pit bull, but I gotta tell you, he told me <laughs> you can have a pit bull, I'm not going to believe you. I don't even want to know about any more damage. I don't need to know about any more damage. I find that none of the security deposit has been wrongfully withheld, and I'm ruling in favor of the defendant. Wow. Well, it was not a good day for the plaintiff. Can't believe it. What do you mean you can't believe it? I can't believe it because of the dishonesty that took place, and I wasn't able to state everything I wanted to. Well, you know, the judge goes by evidence. I know, I the, know. It's got to be on paper. You've got to be able to see it. Right. I understand now. At that point, I didn't. When I moved in, I didn't know it. Yeah, well, you've learned. Yes. Yes, I have. Better late than never, right? Correct. Yes. Sorry about that. All right. Thank okay. you very much. Yep. Mr. Williams, did you yes. tell him he could smoke? No. I didn't think so. Yeah. I have a registered letter in my files that I sent to him specifically telling him he cannot smoke besides the tenants of the lease. Yeah, should have brought it out, although you didn't need it. No, really, didn't, didn't need it. Yeah, no kidding. Well, congratulations, oh, okay? Thank you. You wear your Vietnam pin? Yes. You keep that on all the time? It's, Proud of it. Yes. Very good for you. Thank okay. you for your service. Okay, you're very welcome. welcome. Okie dokes. Pleasure meeting you. Harvey? Okay, Doug, look, if there is any deviation from the lease, if you do anything that the lease specifically says you're not allowed to do, even if the landlord says you can do it, get it in writing or else you are asking for a lawsuit. And that will do it for this case. Litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom, right now. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. 
behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the plaintiff, James Chambers. He says he purchased a Dodge Ram from the defendant. And three days later, while he was driving it, the suspension snapped and he almost crashed into a car. Turns out the whole undercarriage and suspension was rotted out. The defendant knew about it when he sold it to him. And he wants to be refunded the $2,800 he's owed. So he's suing. This is the defendant, John Mariani. He says he's been in the car business for 35 years, and he would never sell someone a car he knew wasn't safe. The plaintiff looked at the truck, liked it, and bought it. A few weeks later, he gets a threatening call from the guy's uncle saying the suspension was bad. He told the plaintiff to bring the truck back to him so he could take a look. He never did, and now here they are. Owe him a full refund? No way. He's accused of taking off a truck buyer. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the dog of the plaintiff bought a Dodge Ram truck from the defendant. Three days later, the suspension snapped, but the defendant says he'd never sell an unsafe vehicle. It's the case of don't leave me in suspension. Thank you, Douglas. Okay, James Chambers. Yes. You are suing I Buy Cars Incorporated, represented here by John Mayorani. Very good. Thank okay, you, good. Your Honor. Very good. I worked on it. Hey. All right, for uh, $2,800, $1,400 that you paid for the car and $1,400 for lost wages. Uh, it's actually a van. Tell me what happened here. I purchased the vehicle from I Buy Cars, and he sold it to me for $1,400. I only had the car for three days, and on the second day, the suspension gave out. I was leaving my block to make a left turn and the steering stopped working and I okay. almost crashed into a parked car across the okay. street. I managed to get the car straight and- Did you test drive the car before, the, it's a van, right? Yes. Did you test drive the van before you bought it? No. And do you know what it is that went wrong? Uh, yes, the suspension had snapped off because it was badly rotted. Okay, says who though? The repair shop I had okay. it told to. Okay, do you to. have that in writing from the repair shop? Yes. May I see that? Yes. Something frame badly rotted through, could not be repaired. Suspension broken off, advised not to repair. Okay. And uh, so what happens? You go back to them and you tell them you don't want it? No, I called them three and, times to, uh -huh. I let him know what happened and I asked for a refund and he said no. Okay. He's not doing refunds. That's why he sold it to me for $1,400. Okay. Do you have the bill of sale? From the purchase, the paperwork from the purchase? Uh, no, he has it. But well, why would he have the, it? It's something you should have if you bought a car. I mean, well, yes, I had it at first. But when I went back to pick the vehicle up, he had retained it. I don't understand. He, he, he took the receipt from me when I bought, went back to actually pick the vehicle up. Do you have a bill of sale? The receipt's not a bill of sale. Do you have paperwork that you signed to purchase a car, to purchase uh, this van? Yes or no? No. Do you have it? Um, I have the receipt showing that he purchased the vehicle left a thousand mile deposit, Your Honor. Okay. There was no bill of sale due to 
It was a wholesale vehicle, two doors over. He didn't buy it from my place. Okay. He just handed me the money at my place. It was a wholesale vehicle. It was left next door at an adjacent lot, two doors down. He didn't even pick it up from my establishment. We right, just collected the money at my car place. Was, whose van was it? It was a wholesale vehicle that was collected. There are wholesale vehicles that come to my place to get sold. The name of the place is I Buy Cars. We basically don't sell cars retail. We make our money buying cars from the public, reconditioning them and selling them at auctions uh, and places so like that. So who owned that van? That vehicle, it came into I Buy Cars. We did own it. We were holding the title. And when he came in to purchase it, I said, what are you looking to spend? And he says, um, I, I need a cheap van. I says, well, I don't have one here, but three doors down in one of the storage yards that somebody else has, there's a cheap van in there. How did you know that? I, I, every day I walk by, I see it when I go to the store or something. Right, but how are you able, I'm just not understanding how you're able to sell someone else's van. I don't know what well, you're saying. Is it your van or isn't it? Wholesale, whole, when we do wholesale, I have so many wholesalers that come to me and say, Johnny, I got no room for this. Can you hold it? This guy doesn't have room. Can you clean it? Can you fix it? It was just a vehicle that's been in inventory for a while. Did you buy that vehicle from that human or didn't you? Yes, we, yes, we did. Okay, yeah, so we then it's your vehicle. It. Yeah, what are we, you talking about? I'm we, not we sure what you're up, I just found it. We own that title. Okay. We bought it from a gentleman by the name of John Edwards. Okay. So um, do you have the bill of sale between you and John Edwards? Yes, I do. So <laughs> you've got the bill of sale. That's good. This is, it's the purchase that, order, Your Honor. Yeah. It's not the bill of sale. It's a purchase order. Um, you'll see it when you see it. You'll yeah, understand. I know, but what's the difference? That's just how you bought it Correct. from, yeah, from yeah. Uh, John, John Edwards. Edwards. Yes. Who, who is this guy, John? He doesn't put his last name. That's Whatever just, you think yeah. is fair. <laughs> That's the lead sheet when it comes in, Your Honor. We take phone calls all day at our place, but we do have the title and we were ownership of the car. Okay, so what I need then is... is um, the proof that John Edwards sold it to John you. Edwards sold it to I buy cars. Unfortunately, <laughs> I not, I'm going to tell you what happened. Just got out of the hospital 14 days ago. So grab, getting the case together, which I was excited to come and do this, um, I grabbed only what was very available to me right, right at the time. But I have all my other stuff. Okay, so the guy pays 1400 bucks for a Dodge Ram. Three days later, the suspension breaks. Any recourse here? It's not his fault. He does. It's not his fault, but is he allowed to get his money back, say? Yes. It's only three days. Is that right? Only three yeah. days? Huh? Hold on. I want to try somebody new. Yeah, it's a scam. It's like online. $1,400, seriously? Yeah. Like, Going inside the courtroom. Now, you end up um, bringing the car back. Do you bring it back to him or you don't? I had it junk. You had it junk. Yes. Did, he, did you ever talk to him and say, I want my money back? Three yes. times. And he said, no. No. And did he offer to look at it and see what was wrong with it and try to help you? He told me to bring it in and he'll have one of his guys look at it. And I did you? Him, I told him I couldn't. The thing doesn't steer. There's no way I could bring it in if it doesn't turn. So the you next just day, it? I called the tow truck and had it brought over to the repair shop. Okay. So, and then where is it? After that, where is the car now? Where's the van now? From the repair shop, I went straight to the junkyard, J&J &J towing or recycling. Do you have paperwork of that? Yes. May I see it? So if you got $366 for um, trashing it, why are you suing for the full 1400 Because he misrepresented the van when I was looking for it, when I called him to buy it. He told me that it was good enough to haul around heavy equipment and that it's a very reliable van. And obviously it wasn't. 
I hear what you're saying. You want your money back and you want to undo this deal. How, how exactly do you propose to do that when you already took the car and junked it somewhere else? Um, so you have nothing to give back to them. I feel nobody else should have the vehicle because it's so unsafe. Well, that's fine. But you went ahead and sold the vehicle to the junkyard for $366. So I can't, I can't return this car to John Edwards or um, John John or, <laughs> or these folks. I buy cars um, because you got rid of it already. Now, how many miles did the car did the van have? 159,000. All right. So, is, and you're in what state? New York. New York, so you don't have to give a warranty with that, and I'm sure you didn't. You didn't even give a bill of sale. Um, you know, the, the problem that I have is that this is an as-is sale. You're supposed to get the thing checked out beforehand, okay? And you didn't get it checked out beforehand, and now you're complaining, but you want me to do something that you've deprived me of even considering doing by getting rid of the car in the junkyard first. It's not, if you don't want the car, it's not yours to get rid of. You know, if you know, you bring it back over there, and then maybe they can fix it. Maybe they can't fix it. But you know, you decided, ah, forget it. I'm just going to tow it to the junkyard or have the junkyard pick it up or something. I guess, which is fine. I understand what you were doing. You're trying to mitigate your damages, and that's fine. But you know, you're already in a position of very, very great weakness, buying uh, a car without having anyone who's a professional look at it until it's too late, and then wanting to return it and get your money back, but you can't return it because you already sold the car to someone else for cheap. You see what I'm saying? Um, so under these circumstances, I can't grant your request, and I can't ask them to return your money. Verdict for the defendant. Thank you, Your Honor. Well, unfortunately, the judge cannot find for the plaintiff in this case, so he loses you. I feel sorry for you. You're kind of out of luck. Yeah. It's sad, but... Yeah, it is sad. What are you going to do now? I'm going to go back to work and start over. Make more money, start, start over again? Yeah, you learn anything sure. from all of this? Yes, I'm going to take precautions next time. Yeah, have somebody investigate. Look yeah. at the car before you pay for it. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry for you, okay? Right. Unfortunately, we're out of luck. Right. You must sign some documents. Now here come the defendants, or the defendant, Mr. The Mariani. Defendant. If he'd have gotten the car back to you, do you think you'd have given him money? I would have loved to help the kid out. He called us numerous times, and yeah. we offered to help, and he threatened uh, some of my people at my place, and we really? still offered to help him. Um, and it's unfortunate it happened, but if he would have brought it back, we'd have loved to fix it. You didn't really know how bad the undercarriage was. No, we never was, saw it. If he would have brought it to it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he never finalized the deal with us. We would have knocked yeah. out the paperwork and did it all properly. Yeah, okay. But he didn't come back and do it the right maybe way. Maybe you'd have gotten him a different car. No problem. We yeah. try to make everybody happy. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you very much. Did. Thank okay, you. Good enough. Thank you, sir. All right. Harvey, got to be careful buying a car, right? So look, Doug, the judge, when she does something like this, has to restore everybody to where they were before the deal. Here, the car was junked, so it's simply impossible. In a case like this, it really is impossible to undo the deal. Don't text and drive. The People's Court is a Ralph Edwards, Stu Billett production.